My quick question is why is it people like Sanjay Hegde who are from your state and glorify Tipu Sultan as a great hero great freedom fighter and so on and so forth I mean I've I've had butted him on Twitter on Tipu Sultan many times what do they get paid what is it what is this phenomenon who is Sanjay Hegde <laughs> <laughs> he is an idiot but from your state <laughs> no need for headbutting with idiots right <laughs> there are there are others like him how true how true is this reported fact that at the time of his death this fellow was wearing a ring carrying the name of bhagwan ram have you heard in, about in my yeah i've come across this but in my research i i mean i, I don't think there's any basis uh, in history for this another question tipu was just one of the many muslim sultans in karnataka there were sultans of bijapur mm-hmm. and others after the death of uh, vijayanagar empire mm-hmm. i'm sure these guys also would have done a lot of pillaging and convert why don't we talk about them as well or what their rule was their rule more benign or something like that or what okay uh, all these sultans of bijapur they were not really sultans they were just you know nawabs ruling over a few villages and perhaps if they had been given an empire as vast as tipu sultan perhaps they would have done the same thing it's not for the lack of uh, it's only for the lack of opportunity and not the lack of interest. there is a lot of misconception that tipu has done some great good to the sringeri sharada peetham the first peetham established by jagadguru adi shankaracharya hmm. and there are a lot of hindus who go around tom toming that which is actually a lot of distorted uh, versions floating around in public there has to be some formal and uh, uh, some sort of an authentication of what exactly conspired and why are hindus so enamored with this fact that, oh he did something good for the mat what he did was something very political i'd like you to throw some light on that please yeah yeah i explain this in uh, uh, detail in chapter 15 of my book so just to summarize that uh, it is a historical fact that tipu gave a lot of endowments to the shingeri mat but it is also equally true that one swallow does not a summer make so at the time that tipu visited shingeri it was more an act of surrender and begging to put it in layman terms so you must understand the historical uh, uh, context of that i think it was a 1780 nine or something around that period where all these you know he began to piss off everybody not just in south india but even the marathas all unprovoked rage you know breaking treaties and unnecessarily uh, imposing islam converting people converting hindus you know carrying off christians so there's a limit to human patience so they all decided together that we have to teach this guy a lesson so a combined force of british and marathas and even the nizam of hyderabad this great protector of islam didn't even spare his own core religion uh, religionists so he would uh, raid uh, the nawab of karnool he would attack the nizam of hyderabad so everybody got pissed and they said we'll teach him a lesson they ganged up and you know they attacked him so as a result of that i think that was the third anglo uh, uh, carnatic war as a result of that tipu lost more than two thirds of his territory uh he had to sign a humiliating treaty of surrender he lost almost 2/3 of his territory then uh, he agreed to pay 33 lakhs as war indemnity so until he paid those 33 lakhs 
he had to send his children as hostage to the British. So he finally kind of you know realized that you know somewhere I should tone down, and he could no longer afford to victimize Hindus, uh, you know, brutalize them. So he figured out that okay, Sringeri was the most powerful, most venerated seat of Hindus in all of South India, generally speaking. So he went to the Swamiji, gave a lot of uh, you know gifts, land grants, gold, jewelry, whatever, and then wrote a you know letter of apology, very sweet letter that politicians usually do. So he wrote a beautiful letter, and that's enough for these Hindus, right? <laughs> that's enough for these guys. So they look at this. Uh, it is the Hindus that brandish. I think uh, Dr. L said that if you talk against Islam, it, you will face problem not from Muslims but from Hindus. So the, these Hindus existed in Tipu's uh, time as well. So this is a nature. So he had to act as a supplicant and earn back the goodwill of the Hindus. So this is the context in which uh, you know, he wrote the letter and gave the gift to the Shingiri temple. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm sorry I had to button. I just felt like the marginalized voice of truth in history, you know, because I was sitting this side and I was going on raising my hand, but nobody saw. So I really liked your talk and uh, looking forward to reading your book. So I'm from Bangalore myself and I'm uh, fully aware of what you talk about, the distortions, the way we were all taught in school that he's like this real hero and everything. My question is, sir, have you um, spoken with educated Muslims in Karnataka? about th this book, about your findings, about the truth about Tipu Sultan. And if you have, what has been their response? Because my personal experience has been that the biggest pushback in the South to any voice of reason, despite being educated, is from educated Muslims themselves. Okay, uh, there are good question actually. A couple of threads in this. I have actually spoken to what you refer to as educated Muslims. And I have TV, I've had uh, look. So, I've had TV debates on this each time this Tipu Jayanti nonsense used to come up. I've had TV debates where Muslims were invited and their stand comes directly from whatever is taught to them in wherever they learn. So their stand is that, you know, Hindus and Muslims are bye-bye. It is a British for the enemy. This, this is my experience. It's available on Kanra TV debates that I've had, numerous, several of them I've had. And this is their stand. So what they forget is that uh, until just 50 years ago, no Muslim family in Karnataka used to name their male children as Tip. Which means the amount, what does it tell you? The fact that street dogs, mongrels in, in Sakleshpur, Kur, they're called Tipu. What does it tell you? They had a, a deep sense of shame and humiliation was attached to Tipu Sultan's name. Does that answer your question? Sir, thank you for your talk. Uh, just wanted to just add a simple question. Uh, I grew up watching Tip, The Sword of Tipu Sultan, that serial by Sanjay Khan. And I, when you talked about the rocket scientist deal, yeah. I understood, I think the, the, they showed um, he firing, you know, small those those missiles in that uh, serial. So what's that? What's the deal with the rocket scientist? What is the myth? How, how did it crop up? The myth? The yeah, myth it's a myth. So, okay. So Tipu had uh, close uh, military uh, ties with the French. 
they supplied him with what were known as uh, uh, military rockets which you know loosely speaking are some kind of missile launchers kind of thing of those days so those who wanted to glorify tipu obviously thought that they were real rockets and tipu had actually invented them this is a back story to that so i've given the detail in my book but yeah um hello sir is this just a coincidence that uh, lakshadweep which is very close to the coast of kerala also has 98% muslim population or does tipu sultan has a role in this too lakshadweep as far as my uh, reading goes i don't think he had any influence on lakshadweep i have a question about uh, the religious composition of tipu sultan's army when he went on all these uh, punitive ex- expeditions Uh, I mean, was it like it was with Mughals, where you had a majority of uh, Hindus in the army, or what was the composition like? And maybe the officer ranks were uh, Islamic. I don't know. Could you throw some light on that? Yeah. So that is the other thing. Yeah. It, what What is valid uh, uh, for the composition of the Mughal army or any army of those early sultanates of Delhi? It It holds pretty much the same uh, true for both Hyder Ali and Tipu. It's a mix of both the top ranks of the officer rank of uh, Tipu's army was more or less hundred uh, percent Muslim. Rest were mix of both Hindus and there were some French soldiers who he recruited, you know, uh, freelancers he recruited in his army.